There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back. We're back. Hey, so this is Shen. And Lei. I have to get used to saying Shen. Shen. I never say that to myself. Oh. <laughs> That's like the nickname my parents gave me. Oh, yeah? Speaking in third person is weird. I don't even know who started calling me Lei. Growing up in uh, high school, my elementary, taking it even further back, people used to call me Lays, like Lays chips. <laughs> and like, to be honest with you, like, I didn't mind it then. But the other day, one of my girlfriends called me that. And I was like, what? Don't, no, we retired that. Once I graduated, I threw that hat in the air. I threw that nickname <laughs> along with it. So, like, no more. Lay is fine, but Lay's is totally out. Oh. It's a firm no. Because that was, it's funny. It is, it's funny. And I, it's so funny because, like, there's people that I haven't, like, really, in, like, engaged with since high school. And if we could end up conversing on whatever social media platform, um, sometimes they reference me as Lay's. And I'm like, you can tell that. We're like, <laughs> not I know. <laughs> What's with that? Cut it out. Welcome back to the While They Nap podcast. While They Nap. Last episode, we forgot to tell you about where the name came from. And the name is, it's clever. It's cute. Tell them, Shen. Oh, me. Okay, fine. Fine. While They Nap is basically, has to do with the fact that we have children. Hello. Young babies. Babies, actually. Babies. <laughs> and we barely have time for ourselves. Mm. So um, we have to do everything while they nap. Everything. Brush my teeth. Take a shower for Hello. two minutes. Listen. And yes, I wash my legs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Don't even take me there again. Do not even take me there. How about I was floored when I saw that on Instagram. I don't understand it. Like, I mean, I felt like that was what I felt the same way that I felt when I discovered that there are people that use like either a bath sponge, that only use a bath sponge. I'm like, no, no, you need a bath sponge and a wash rag. Yes. A wash rag is a non-negotiable. In fact, the bath sponge, fine. Maybe if you're not a bath sponge person, you're just not a bath sponge person. Mm-hmm. But there is no way you're just bathing with what a soap bar like and your you, hand and i cut it out cut it all the way out you're not I having mean, a proper like that's not a proper clean like no it's not like jaw dropped when i saw that it's disgusting how do you clean your particulars that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> you're not that's the thing you're not cleaning them and you're it's okay not. with that so Ew. yeah anyways while they nap we do it all while they nap yeah including this podcast <laughs> so we only got a few minutes okay? <laughs> that's it <laughs> So today's episode, we are talking about um, preparing f- family planning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about family planning, mm-hmm. our pregnancies. Oh. And maybe we'll kind of get into our birth stories. It's oh, God, pretty triggered. Mine, yeah. <laughs> Mine was dramatic. Okay? Oh, gosh. 
at that moment i realized i was a dramatic ass person okay well i feel like all to be honest with you my mom says it all the time and i'm naturally dramatic and to date she's still like you were amazing yeah she's like because my mom's labors were a breeze and yeah. she's like i can't i would not have survived what you went through so i'm like okay Ooh. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. My me. labor was pretty easy. That's why I'm, that's why I think I'm dramatic. Uh, maybe. I was just like, honestly, I I almost gave up the ghost, okay? John, <laughs> John was like, he was impressed. He was like, it's pretty chill because you were just not saying a word, but like more of my dramatics was in the beginning because I was not expecting the pain. Oh yeah. I felt. Oh yeah. That I was on the floor flailing i'm so dead screaming so down the dead. hospital like somebody help me <laughs> i had no shame and poor john's just wheeling me in the wheelchair what wheelchair i wasn't even in a wheelchair girl stop this i went to the hospital maybe three times within that maybe 12 hours um before i had the baby because they told me there's no way you're having a baby in the next week or two. Oh, and I, i'm like listen to me i'm at like I, me and my body are one. Oh. So when it tells me something, I can give. I'll bet you a million dollars that it's true. Oh and my gosh! I had that baby twelve hours later. Okay, so tell us. Get us just get into it. We we already we we, we dabbled. Let's just dive uh, yeah, on head so first. We, that, okay. Dive head first into the birth story. So I am about two days past my due date, mm -hmm. and. I lost my mucus plug. Okay, this is going to get, like, this is TMI. TMI, okay? but I mean, I so, feel like, it, you know what? Like, our primary listeners are probably moms who yeah. have been through this. So, come so on, you'll, girl. you'll know. Y'all know that mucus plug. That and thing you be know how you are when you're in that last <laughs> trimester and you've hit your due date. Oh. You're hot. You're sweating. Oh, my gosh. You're tired. You're hungry. All the above. Your Even before the due date. Honestly, like I was <laughs> I was over it like 14 weeks in. Oh, I was geez. like, geez, <laughs> I can't bend down. Right. I was so big for some reason. Everyone's like, are you sure you haven't had a baby before? I was bloated. I was really, really I bloated. Was, I was so annoying and I didn't even eat food because I was sick for two trimesters. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's rough. I was so annoyed. But anyways, um, I lost my mucus plug. And then obviously every five minutes I go to the bathroom, I'm checking, I'm checking. I'm like, okay, Joe, this is it. This yeah. is it. I'm going to have this baby. I'm eating, I'm having that raspberry tea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tea. doing like, I've Googled Pineapples everything. And... Yeah, pineapple juice. Mm -hmm. I'm having sex every five minutes. I was like, come <laughs> on, let's get this out. Um, You are better than me, girl. I was, I like, was don't so... touch me, I'm afraid. <laughs> I am afraid. I, I was over it. I was so over it. And then um, there was one night. Um, I thought I had Braxton Hicks, uh, but then it, it was hot. I was like, these are not, yeah. these aren't normal. It's true that when people say, you know, like, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Joel was like, okay. But I'm like, this is weird though, because it's the time. It's like every 20 minutes. That's oh, too okay, far yeah. apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. Like I lost my mucus plug though. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's something. So yeah. Joel's like, I don't know. What does your Google say? Yeah, that's it. Always. <laughs> so I'm like, Madam oh, Google. I'm like, just pack the car. Just pack the car. Yeah. And it started um, getting more and more intense. So I was like, you know what? He's like, if you want to go to the hospital, go to the hospital. Because he was just sick and tired of me. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. So we pack up the car. And now my my contract. I guess I would call them contractions because I couldn't move. They mm. were very painful. And I was like, okay, they're now 15 minutes apart. Let's go to Island Mix. So I... <laughs> 
Alamix is a Caribbean restaurant. First of all, I <laughs> thought she was going to say, y'all, 15 minutes apart, let's go to the hospital. I was Michael like, said, let's go get some spicy shrimp. How'd you know? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I was like, listen, if I have this baby today, I'm going to be hungry. I'm so finished. I'm, I'm done, in y'all. the restaurant. I'm ordering. I'm like, I want this rice. I want this chicken this with a much. side of spicy shrimp. This is too much. And I want this mango salad. And I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating. And, the, and I'm getting contractions every 15 minutes. Oh, still. God. And the guy's trying to ask me questions. And I'm like, mm, hold on. Yeah. He's like, you all right? I'm like, oh, it started getting hot now. Oof. So I'm like, just pack everything to go. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, okay. So, so we're driving back to amazing. the house. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to go to the hospital? And I'm like, mm, okay, fine. Let's mm. just go to the hospital. But I knew they were going to tell me to oh, yeah, for sure. send my ass home. So we go to the hospital. And um, obviously we wait. They check me and they're like, um, ma'am, your cervix is closed. Wow. Okay? You're not having no baby anytime soon. And don't come back here until your contractions are two minutes apart. Wow. So I was like, oh, I knew this. But, you know, I was like, whatever. It was for my peace of mind. Mm -hmm, So I mm -hmm. did it and I went home. And honestly, we got home maybe like almost midnight. By 2 a.m., my contractions were two minutes apart. Wow. Two and a half minutes apart. And I was like, jeez. So I waited it out for a long time Mm -hmm. because I thought maybe it's because I had the spicy shrimp. Yeah. And then I went to the bathroom and I'm like, I saw more and more of the mucus yeah, yeah, coming yeah. out. So I was like, mm, okay. So I woke up Joe and I'm like, I think this is it. Mm-hmm. So he packs me up. We go back to the hospital. I'm like, hey guys, remember me? <laughs> I was here a couple hours ago, but guess what? My contractions are two minutes apart. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, okay, fine. Well, let's just check you. Yeah. So they check me and they're like, oh, wow. Oh, well, uh, it's open, yeah. but you're just a, a centimeter dilated. A centimeter. Oh, my God. That's nothing. You could be that for a, at least a couple days mm-hmm. or even a week. I was like, oh, but it hurts. Yeah. So they checked me and so happened I had high blood pressure. My pressure went high, mm. but I think it was because I had all the spicy food. Yeah. And I started freaking out mm-hmm. because they said I'm one centimeter. So I'm assuming that I'm going to have the baby, but they're like, no, you're not. Yeah. So they're like, honestly, let's just do some blood work. Check you walk around for a few minutes, and then come back. So mm-hmm. they check me. They're like, honestly, just go. We can put you on drugs, but it will slow the process yeah. down. Or you could walk around a little bit more. And mm-hmm. I said, ma'am, I'm going to my bed. Yeah. Okay? So I went home. We went to sleep. And we were there until 6 a.m. Yeah. So we go home. I'm like, let me lie down on the couch. I'm like, Joe, go upstairs, get some rest, because I feel in my spirit that this baby's coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll reconvene in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you were able to sleep. Oh, God, I'm jealous. So I laid here. I didn't really sleep. Like, you know when you're laying still, but it was rest? So I laid, I put a bunch of pillows, and I just sat up, and I laid there. I'm jealous. And I'm still getting the pain <laughs> yeah, every yeah. two minutes. So I'm like, okay, I got to sleep. So they told me to, I forgot. I think I took, like, a painkiller. Oh, okay. And it, oh, no, 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 it wasn't a painkiller. They told me to take gravel. Oh, yeah. So I took a gravel and it made me a bit drowsy. Yeah. So I think I dozed off for maybe an hour and I woke up and I'm like, I have to pee so bad. Yeah. So I got up and as I'm getting up, because you know how you get up, it's a struggle. So I'm waddling up and as I stand right here. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm running. I start, I feel like I can't hold my pee. Oh. So I start running. And you see how short that this, this is, is a very to short my distance. bathroom. By the time I get to the toilet, my water broke. Oh, wow. Gosh. Wow. I've never seen the toilet bowl full to the brim. Wow. And I'm like, what's happening? So uh. I start freaking out. And I didn't even have time to freak out. The contractions, sis, it <laughs> pulled me into the earth. Okay. <laughs> I was sitting in the core of the earth the way those contractions pulled me down. And while I ran to the bathroom, I dropped my phone. Oh. So I'm trying to scream to for joke. John. Yeah. But no sound oh is my coming God. out of my mouth. Like I'm terrified. I even I'm tearing up now, remembering the pain. Yeah. I'm like traumatized. Yeah, yeah. And I crawl, like I army crawl to the phone and I call him. <laughs> I'm so like, dramatic. I'm like, help me. <laughs> help me. He's like, what? And he comes running down in his underwear. He's, He's like, like, what? Where? <laughs> What? What's happening? He's looking for the he's looking for the baby on the ground. He's like, that's it. My daughter's somewhere here. I gotta find her. I'm like, call the police. Not the evidence. Call the police, the fire department, call everybody. He's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, call the police. Oh my I'm God. dying. It was so funny. <laughs> I had to collect myself and I realized, okay, I'm just having a baby. Relax. Yeah, I'm like, right? call the hospital and tell them we're coming back. So I'm like literally rolling on the ground, crying mm-hmm. every couple minutes. And then like, you see those stairs. Okay. My stairs are no. like walking up a castle. I would have just, I'm like, just push me down. I laid. I just slid down. And sli- I just made him drag me down the oh, stairs. Oh, sure. That's the only way down. <laughs> like, I would have been like, that's it. Like, this is like tobogganing. It was a nightmare. And then I got to the hospital. I'm like screaming down the hallways. And then they check me. I felt so bad because there was a girl there waiting to get induced. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, and she's like, ma'am, maybe you should let this lady go. I'm like, okay. it's OK. I'm fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, let it me. It was in. crazy. Mm-mm. And they checked me and I was still only like two centimeters. Wow. With your water broken. Golly, mm-hmm. winter. And she would like I was stuck at two centimeters for a long time. And eventually I'm like, John, this is not because I wanted to do it natural. Mm-hmm. I even did all those meditation classes. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? I was like mentally prepared because I have anxiety mm-hmm. all the time. So I was like, listen, if this happens and I don't like not being prepared and because I don't know what I'm going, I don't know what I'm in for for mm-hmm. labor. I was having so much anxiety Same. about it. So I was like, let me just try to mentally prepare myself mm-hmm. for the unexpected yeah and i was like joe i don't want to take drugs i really want want to do it natural i really just want to you know go on this ride with my body yeah but sis Mm. Mm. listen let me tell you i took him by the neck i said listen this is not a drill (laughs) you better tell them to bring the drugs yeah (laughs) grab that anesthesiologist right away luckily he was standing right outside my door yeah and he was able to give me an epidural right away. And I was feeling good. Yeah. But winter still took so long. She was just, like, not coming. Mm-hmm. And then they gave me something to speed up the process. The Pitocin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're waiting. Oxytocin. I can't remember. One of the other. But one of those things. And we're waiting it out. We're waiting it out. Excuse me. And um, I was like, Okay. I think I'm okay. But then I was asking my nurse, I'm like, is it normal to f- start to feel your toes? Mm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that happens sometimes. I'm like, because I could wiggle them. Mm-hmm. And then she laughed me for a while. She's like, it'll be a while. It'll be a while. 
Mm-hmm. The baby's chilling. And then I'm like, Joe, I kind of feel my knees. Mm-mm. I'm like, am I supposed to feel my knees? Up that dosage. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'll wait for the nurse to come back. Yeah. So Joe went out to get food for him and my mom. Because mm-hmm. they said we we're going to have, out, like, probably won't give birth till the next morning. Mm. Um, so the nurse comes back and I'm like, ma'am, um, I think I feel my contractions again. Oh, wow. Cause I'm talking to my mom and I have to just stop cause mm-hmm. I can't breathe. And she's like, Hmm, interesting. So she's like, let me check you. I'm like, can I get more drugs? She's yeah. like, actually, I think it's almost time to push. I'm oh, like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And I start panicking. I'm like, I don't want to feel this though. I don't want to yeah, feel yeah, it. Yeah. I don't want to feel it. <laughs> and I was so annoyed. <laughs> I was so annoyed because it basically wore off. Yeah. Cause we waited so, so long. long. And then I was just annoyed and sweating and hungry. Mm. And my dad comes. Yeah. Joe's mom comes. And my best friend comes. Mm-hmm. And I already told them none of them can come. I can only have two people in the room. Yeah. So it's just Joe and my mom. So the they, rest of them, they're they in the waiting area. They come and they come in the room. Oh, how'd that happen? So the nurse is like, you guys can't be here. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? She's really nice. So she's like, you guys can be in here for like five minutes and then you have to go. Mm-hmm. So they all come in and they're trying to wipe my forehead and be like, hey, you're doing great. And I turn to them and I'm like, uh, this is all, this is great and everything, but uh, you guys have to get out, okay? Because <laughs> I have to push this baby right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I felt her coming oh, yeah. down and it felt so intense. So they left, and I actually pushed the baby out in, like, 15 minutes. Oh, wicked. But it was hard. Wow. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> it was so hard. But, like, uh, I don't know. Like Just thinking about it makes me scared. Mm. <laughs> this is why I hate when people ask me, when are you having the next baby? Oh, gosh. I'm like, can you let me work through this trauma for right? a second? Because if you close your eyes, you can still, like. I can feel it. Oh, I absolutely. Could just, I could feel, like, my butt getting pulled in. Oof, oh. girl. I just remember crying hysterically. The, the baby was already out. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? I'm looking around. <laughs> and I was like, it's done. It's done. Yeah, because it's just so emotional. I'm it's so, so intense. Oh. But it honestly, it was an unreal, unexplainable yeah. moment. Like, it was so amazing. Yeah. It is. I have mine on video and I watched Ooh. it three times. And every time I watch it, I ball. Every time I watch it, I legitimately sob. I actually am happy I didn't record it. Like really? John was supposed to, but mm. <laughs> I think he also panicked mm. because he was holding my hand. And the nurse were ho- was holding my feet and my mom was holding my other hand. And she, they were all like helping me breathe. And yeah, push. yeah, like, yeah. She was coaching me through it. And yeah. She was doing a great job. But then like John was supposed to be recording, but yeah. instead he's there like. <gasps> Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Pushing yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, I got <laughs> pushing and breathing through it, you know? Um, so he forgot to do all of that. Mm-hmm. Even like when the baby came out, he's just like standing there looking at me. I'm like, go. Oh my god. <laughs> Take a picture of the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, right, 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 right. Oh my god. But it was like the emotions are so high and it's Everything. just like so many uh like it's just hard to explain. I there's no there are no there's words. nothing there's nothing on earth or in this life that can compare to mm. a moment like that. No. <clears throat> and Not I'm happy all. I was able to experience it, even though I was never, like, there was never my intention to be a mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> even to be a wife. I yeah. was one of those lone rangers where yeah. if it happened, it happened. Yeah. If it didn't, eh, whatever. You know, I didn't yeah. care. I didn't care. But, you know, to have a family, it's just, like, a different level of, 
I don't know. It's a level. It's a different level of joy. It's a really beautiful yeah. thing. It's hard work, but it's 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 so worthwhile. It's like it's the kind it's of the hard work that's very rewarding yeah. every day. Every yeah. day is rewarding. A- I, amen. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a very different birth story, <laughs> similar in some respects, but so different in others. So, um, I too was like super worried, so so anxious about labor that I was like, you know, doing all those taking classes, watching things online, do like doing what I could to prepare. Um, and then I had gone through a phase where I was super worried about it, so anxious about it, so scared. And then I got to the point where I'm like, I want this baby out. And it's funny because I didn't even go um, past my due date. She was delivered. She came the following day. Like I went into labor on the day that she was supposed to come, and then she arrived the following day. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. But that was because I had two membrane sweeps. Like I did have two. Oh. And because there was a little bit of concern. So essentially, Yara's head stopped growing uh, at 37 weeks. Mm-hmm. So they were worried. They're like, why? It's 37 weeks, but her head's still 37 weeks. Or sorry, it's 38 weeks, but she's still 37. 39 weeks, still 37. So they were worried now, um, again, about about that they were mm-hmm. concerned because they're like you know when we start seeing a smaller head we start worrying about you know complications with the brain yeah and I, the big thing although it wasn't really prominent last year it was a source of concern for the years following was zika mm. right so there was like lots of lots of like just concern about that yeah and crazily enough they projected those concerns onto yeah. me so yeah. imagine me like yeah just you know you don't want to hear that. No, I don't want to hear that. So it was like two days before my due date. Um, my midwife calls me and she's like, yeah, you know what? Um, oh my God. I spoke to the um, head um, OBGYN at Markham yeah. Civil Hospital. Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's best that we take Yara. If <sighs> um, like we, Yeah, we, we're going to take the baby out if she doesn't come on our due date. We're not going to let you go beyond that because there is a lot of concern yeah. um, associated with her, her size. And she was also quite tiny, too. My stomach was, was small. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just trying to appease ourselves. One, we're God-fearing people, so we were praying about it. And yeah. two, Leon and I both have small-ass heads. So we got small heads, right? Yeah. So we're like, genetically, we have small heads. So we're not too concerned that her yeah. head is small. But again, when you're hearing different things and all that different stuff, you start to get a little bit worried. Anyway... Um, so the day that Yara actually arrived, I had a membrane sweep and one of my girlfriends had a membrane sweep and mentioned that like after hers, she went into labor. I was like, Oh, I wonder if the same thing will happen to me. Three hours after my membrane sweep, I'm at home watching, um, suits. Leon's downstairs with his, his friend and I'm just like chilling, Mm -hmm. go to use the restroom, mucus plug, more of my plug. I'd seen a little bit of it a couple days prior, but like a lot, Mm -hmm. a bunch came out. So I actually messaged um, Sam mm-hmm. and I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, so I just lost a lot of my mucus bug. And she's like, oh, yay, maybe the baby's coming. And I'm like, okay. So um, I just go back to the couch and, you know, chill out. And all of a sudden, I start feeling this like shooting pain in my back. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Because I'm preparing for like abdominal labor, right? I'm preparing oh. for the contractions up front. So like, you know, I'd studied different things. I was like, okay, similar to a very intense menstrual cramp. So I'm going to get into like, you know, um, like a cradling position. Like I, I, I already like had my, 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 my tips, my, trip, my, yeah, my plan. Yeah. I had no idea what this was. I'm like, but it, it was intense. And then like, you know, 10 minutes would go by. And then again, this like seizing of my back. It wasn't even like a shooting pain. It's like my whole back is tightened. I'm like, yo, what is that? Mm-hmm. So I'm like this, Lord, please don't tell me this is what I think it is. I'm like, do not tell me I'm having back labor. Don't tell me this. Because back labor, from what I've read, is the most intense yeah. labor. 
And I'm like, this is this is not fun. I don't want this. Oh, no. <laughs> so I remember hearing, if you've got back labor, get on all fours and like sway back and forth and mm-hmm. try and get the baby to reposition. Because mm-hmm. what it means is that her head might be down, but her back is to your side as yeah. opposed to the front. So I'm like, oh, no, I'm wiggling this baby. So I'm trying to shake her, shake her, shake her. And like I'm on all fours and I'm watching suits and like every t- like 10, 12 minutes or so, like my whole back tightens up. Oh. I was in the basement and I was just like, <laughs> I remember calling him and he runs up the stairs. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, something's happening. Something very real is happening right now. This guy. Oh like, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> nah. You're not in labor. I'm like, what? I'm like what the heck? I'm like, okay, like whatever. So he goes back down chilling with his friend or whatever. He's like, just, you know, take a break. Like, I'll make you some tea if you want it, but I think you're fine. <laughs> tea. Take- <laughs> Typical Jamaican. I'll make you some tea. You get a headache, stomach ache, eye pain, shoulder, elbow, tea, <laughs> including labor tea. I'm like, what? So, um, but then now, so I'm, 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 I'm there and I'm like, I'm, I don't care what he says. I'm going to start to like, you know, clock the time. So I'm like, just making, keeping track of the time between the contractions. And yeah, there, it's, it's sporadic. It's like seven minutes and then 12 minutes and then mm-hmm. eight minutes and then 10 minutes. But the, the fact that it's reoccurring is an indication to me that something is happening. Something is happening and earlier yeah. when I went for the membrane sweep, I was completely effaced and two centimeters dilated then. Oh. So I was like, okay, if I'm already two centimeters dilated and I'm experiencing pain, I'm going to labor. Yeah. So the pain starts to get so intense now. I'm like standing up. So I'm standing up and walking around because walking around is the only thing that's helping. Tell Leon, I'm like, come upstairs and call the midwife because like this, is, this pain is real. So he comes up, he calls, and he's, she's asking how far apart they are. And then in the midst of like him talking to her, I like one like hits me and it's so intense. I burst into tears mm-hmm. because I just don't, again, I don't expect it. And I don't know what to do because I didn't mm-hmm. prepare for back pain. Like I don't yeah. even know how to like, like mentally I can't process it. So he's like, okay, we're going to come to the hospital. I know that we're going to the hospital and I'm going to be turned away, but I need the reassurance that I am actually going into labor. So Markham Silva Hospital is seconds away from my mom's place. We pack, load up the car, we pick up, we go get my mom, we go to the hospital. She checks me, you're two and a half centimeters dilated. Mm. Like, you're likely going to have this baby today, but you're not having this baby right now. So your options are gravel. Um, it's the worst thing you can hear, yeah, okay? Yeah, exactly. You're th- this is the end of my life. Thank you. And they're like, it's nothing. Right? So she's like, I can give you a gravel shot. I can give you gravel like pills. Or I can give you saline. I think she was going to put it in my, in my spine. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want anything in my spine. I'm saving that for the epidural. So we good. Mm-hmm. Go home. And I'm hoping the gravel is going to make me sleep. Because that's typically like when I'm flying and I want to fall asleep, yeah. I'd say gravel. No. Back labor, there's no sleeping during back labor because you can't lie down. You can't sit. All you have to, the only thing that feels good is walking. And oh what's God. more, my pain was so intense, the only thing that felt good was having my back like profusely punched. and aggressively punched. And it was like, so that was it. I went home at like, uh, what time was that? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That was 10, my mom's place. And Leon's aggressively punching my back until like 3.34 a.m. 
And I'm like, Kate, we have to go back now because the pain is so intense. Like, I can't take it. We go back to Markham Silva's hospital. He's like, she's like, I'm sorry. You're only four. Oh and I'm like, my God. please, please, please. And she's like, no. And I, I guess at the midwifery side, like, they don't mind giving you, like, whatever, you know, treatment that you need to help you through your labor. But they don't want to stagnate the, the, the labor. So yeah. she's like, I'm not going to admit you, nor am I going to give you the option for an epidural now. You got to go home and labor some more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. At this point, I'm like, damn near in tears. But anyways, we go home at four. And I'm like, again, just, I can't sleep. I want to sleep. I'm exhausted. My mom's exhausted. Leon's hands are like basically bruised. My mom's hands are bruised. Everyone's just like dying, yeah, really. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, just all I'm doing is walking around. I'm just walk, walking up the stairs, down the stairs. I'll hear there everywhere. It's just a, a townhouse. So it's like all the way up the stairs, oh, all the way down the stairs. God. And everyone has to punch my back along the way. So much pain. I can't, I'm in so much pain. I can't even scream. It's just that every time the contraction hits, I'm like, <sighs> yeah, oh <my> <sighs> that's it. That's all that's happening. Just like oh deep breathing God. and like just intense pain. I'm sure there's pain happening in my abdomen because obviously my uterus is contracting, but who can feel that when, when like your, your back. entire back is seizing up? Yeah. So finally at 730, I'm like, I cannot like at this point, almost every single time I have a contraction, I fall to my knees. Yeah. I'm like, we're done. Yeah. This is it. If that's I don't care, it, I, that they, is the moment. That's it. I'm like, this has to be it because it can't like the pain can't be any worse. And at this point, Leon's getting angry. Leon's like, if they don't admit you, he's like, I swear to God, I'm gonna lose my shit in there. Oh, it's gonna be a John Q. Listen, moment. hello, <laughs> right? That's a straight John Q. We get there, and it's a Trinidadian um, nurse. I don't know what that was. What the? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. Continue. That was weird. It was a Trinidadian nurse, and she's like, um, yeah, she's like. So she, had, she she texts me and she's like, you're about five. She's like, you need to walk around a little bit more. I'm like, I can't walk around anymore. I'm like, going to die at this point. Mm-hmm. But I agree to walk around for another hour. The longest hour of my freaking life. Leanna and I are walking up and down. And at this point, we're both delirious. Every single time I get a contraction, I'm falling to my ground, the ground and Leon's holding me up. We're also exhausted and sleep yeah. deprived. So Leon... I'm walking and closing my eyes. Leon's just like behind me and hopefully guiding me. At one point, we, cr- we both walk into the wall. Right. Both, we, it was mm. just a nightmare. It was such a nightmare. But anyways, finally, I go upstairs and I'm like, ah, ah. now I'm making noise because yeah. it's like, I can't. Like Now I can't not verbalize the intensity of the pain. She's like, okay, don't worry. I'll admit you now. She doesn't even bother checking me because she knows that the pain is so extreme based on the way that I'm behaving. Yeah. It's time. So we get in and um, then my midwife is there, super cheery. Good morning. <laughs> it's not the time, Hi, ma'am. Oh, you look great. How's it going? This is I'm not like, the time. Epidural. Mm-hmm. Give me the epidural. Give me that, like, right then and there. Like, give me the epidural. She's like, okay, let me see the other anest- anesthesiologist says. Anyways, she leaves. I also was, was it GBS positive or whatever? So I needed oh, an IV. so was I. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I needed a, uh, the antibiotics. So she comes with the antibiotics. And then, um, again, I'm just, like, trying to, like, just cope. While so in the midst of me trying to like cope, I start looking at the codes that are on the wall and I see um disco and all these different things and I'm just mm-hmm. reading them because I'm just trying to pass time. So she comes, gives me the anti- they gives me the antibiotic. Thank God the anesthesiologist is in the midwifery ward because they typically aren't because a lot of people that use midwifery go natural. Yeah. So anyways, she's like, "Do you want?" Yes, I want him. Like she's like, "Well, you have to be com- like naked." And I strip down to nothing. I literally don't even bother putting the robe on. I'm like butt naked, bent over. I'm, like, put it. <laughs> put in the needle like I'm in so much pain anyways he comes does his thing and I'm like praise God like moments later I just feel like a different human 
being. You can my breathe. Mom, thank you. My mm-hmm. mom shows up and she's like, oh, Leanne had the epidural because my mood has changed tr- mm-hmm. like tremendously. Anyway, so now we're like, you know, it's fun. Leon's napping. My mom's there. And we're just going through the process. Well, I should say, like, as soon as the epidural is in, she checks me and I'm eight and a half centimeters dilated. Oh, that's, shit. that's what I know. I'm like, the pain was too intense. I knew mm-hmm. something real was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I knew that I was close to delivering. But then I end up taking the epidural, which unfortunately ends up, like, slowing, slowing it down. Slowing it down. Yeah. So she gives me Pitocin because she's like, you've already had the epidural. Like, the contractions will get more intense, but you won't feel it because you have the epidural. The cool thing about the epidural is, is although I had it, and of course it's numbing, it wasn't, like, demobilizing. So I could still move my legs, which was super cool because I was excited about being able to get into different positions. Anyway... Time to push. Uh, Leon had intended to be by my shoulders, supporting me there. The midwife was like, uh-uh, you are holding a leg. You're in this. So, like, Leon holds the leg, and he's in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom is, like, singing church hymns, walking around. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and my cousin, bless her soul, uh, is holding my other leg. And that's how, I don't know how Kyla held the leg and recorded at the same time, but she did. And she was in there. In she there. was in there. In there, we we have it all. We have oh it all. Oh my god! All we have all the video footage, friends. All of the footage. I'm happy. I did not want to see that. You know what? To be honest, you think you don't, because I thought for sure. I'm like, ew. Why would I want to see that? No way. Because, like, I had yet to watch a labor with everyone who gives birth. Most people who give birth, anyway, watch labor videos. I did not. I refused. I, didn't. I wanted to see. Um, people, I want to see people labor and I wanted to see them after, like what, what it was like after the baby was born, but I refused to watch the actual delivery process. I've only seen it twice in my life and it was two of my friends. No, thank you. And one was because I was in the room with her and some nurses had to leave and they needed people to hold her leg. Yeah. But she knew that I was not about that life and yeah. she started dying of laughter because she's like, are you sure you want to put her down there? And I'm yeah. like, it's fine. We got to get this done. Oh, but my gosh. Boy, did I need some help oh after. Oh, my gosh. I was shooketh. Listen, I, I can't imagine. I, that's how I felt. Everyone's like, you're going to have to do it anyway. So what difference does it make if you watch it? I'm like, still, I cannot watch it. There's a difference, it. sis. There is a difference. <laughs> so anyways, Leon's down there and he's just like committing. Well, before he even starts, he starts doing push-ups, which I thought was hilarious. He was doing what? push-ups and like pull-ups and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But anyways, he he's doing paint. his thing, right? <laughs> so I start pushing. And then when I start pushing, the every time I push and I release from a contraction, the midwife looks at the heart monitor. Mm-hmm. And that was freaking me out. Oh my God, what? She's like, because her face is looking like yeah, she's yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scary. Yeah. And the cool thing about like midwives is that like you, your appointments are longer and you really start to develop a rapport with the people who are going to be supporting you yeah, through your yeah. labor. So I knew what it looked like when she was nervous because mm-hmm. it was the same look that she had when she looked at the, when she measured my stomach and realized that the baby wasn't was, growing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, what's something is wrong? So I asked her, what's wrong? What's and she's like, on? nothing, everything's fine. You know, just like sometimes when you stop, um, the baby's heart rate drops a little bit. And I'm like, okay. So oh whatever. So anyway, so then I was, there was another, another point where I was pushing, pushing, pushing. And then she's like, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Stop. And she like tells me to, to me. stop. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, why is she telling me to stop? And she's like, okay, everyone, let's just relax. Let's just relax for a little bit. And I'm like, you're making me nervous. Listen to me. I'm like, Lord. And right then and there, I prayed this prayer. I'm like, I came here with a baby. I am leaving with one. I am leaving with my child. Like, do not freak me out. So then she uh, asks me to push again. But before she asks me to push, she like raises her little walkie to her, uh, like a little microphone to her lips. And she says, calling disco, disco, disco. 
And it was funny because I remember when I was like waiting for the um, anesthesiologist, I was reading the oh codes on the wall goodness. and I saw that disco was pediatric resuscitation. <gasps> Stop. And I was this. like, oh my God, this baby isn't going to be breathing when she comes out. And she was like, so Leanne, we're just going to try and push. I'm like, um, so at this point, I'm like, I need to change positions. Because I'm like, I can squat this baby out. If this baby's not coming, let me squat. I, can, I can't feel my legs, but I can use them. Yeah. Please let me squat this baby. She's like, Leanne, we're just going to wait. She's like, because I don't want you to get, because she can see now I'm visibly getting worried. Yeah. And she's like, just give it one more try in this position, and then we'll try something else. So now Leon's looking worried, too. Everyone looks worried. Like, and no one's trying to, of course, like alarm me. Yeah. But it's visible on my mom's face, Everyone's on Kyla's face. Everyone is like, okay, something, oh something's goodness. not right. Listen, I don't know how I did it, <laughs> but I kid you not, one push and I pushed that whole like, baby <laughs> out. I kid you not. Like she was like, when I found, I'm like, I just couldn't. I, all I thought to myself was like, this baby is in there and she's distressed. There is no way. So she was like, no I need you to push. There. And I like with every single thing in me, with all of the fight, I pushed her out like, Head, shoulders, knees, toes, <laughs> one shot. Everyone was like, whoa. <laughs> like, it was crazy. And, like, I was, like, sobbing hysterically because she came on and she was screaming her head off. Oh, thank My God. mom was crying. but Everybody was crying. It was just like, and oh. I was happy because they still had the resuscitation team was in the room. Everyone looked at her right away um, to make sure. Well, they threw, they put her on top of me, which made me feel good because she was screaming and moving. So I was okay. And then they just went with Leon and they took a look at her and she was fine. But that was the scariest moment of my life. The scariest moment yeah. of my entire it's, life. It's the worst when you get that news in a moment like that. Yeah. Because you don't know what to think and you are you don't have time to process. And exactly. And there's so much going on yeah. that you don't even have time to freak out. But oh, for you sure. know you're scared. Oh, I uh, unbelievable. And especially because I had been through so much. Oh, already they were like, she's small. She's this. Mm -hmm. She's that. So there's so many concerns. So I'm like, she's small. And I, at one point she had a irregular heartbeat. So oh I'm like, God. what's wrong? Like, you know, if if, if her brain's not developing, because that's why her head's not, I'm like, so is that why she can't handle like the oh my God, a number of things? Yeah, that's so stressful. pushing her out, seeing that she was okay. I did see that her head was kind of shape, but I think it was because she had she was in the birth canal earlier. Like she, she was can, yeah. sitting low for a long time. But girl, let me tell you something. Scary, painful, and then scary, and then beautiful. So and I mean this is why. I don't need people mm. to ask me, yeah. when am I having another baby? This is Do it. you hear how traumatic this shit is? It's like, it's it's next level. It is. I mean, next it's a level. blessing. Absolutely. Thank God they came out. They're healthy. They're doing well. Mm -hmm. They're developed. Like, God is good. Mm -hmm. But sis, yeah. don't ask me that, okay? Yeah. Let me process this. Let them become a badass kid for a second. That, before I mean, I'm like, you know what I need? Let the stitches heal. Let that happen. Because okay. I feel like, listen, things were crazy. Because because of like how like aggressively I pushed her out. Oh, girl. Like there was like my whole lower body. I had seven stitches. Oh, like four of them were sis. internal. I had like ginormous, like literally like orange, navel orange size hemorrhoids. They were awful. They was awful. I thought, like, it was crazy. Like, it was so, so, so bad. My mom said, when she describes it, she was like, there was something fleshy, just like flailing in the wind. I don't know what it was. She was like, but the fat in the room was blowing something fleshy. And I I'm can like, hear <laughs> your mom saying that. Like, after meeting her, I'm like, oh. Right? That's it. So she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was crazy. 
So, yes, like, I definitely, I'm so grateful Listen. for Yara, of course, and, like, what an incredible blessing she is. She ain't for but the weak of heart, But we man. good for now. Mm-hmm. Like, we good. Like, for for now, we are totally okay because that story was hectic. That sounds intense. That is intense. Hectic. It was. Kudos for you. Kudos and it wasn't, you. yeah, it wasn't what I expected, but, I mean, I feel like, I feel like the birth episode is, is an episode in and of itself. I feel like this is, I don't know if we can do, um... Yeah, we're, I think we're going to switch it up. And today is about birth. Yeah, solely about birth. Because no matter what, and, mm-hmm. and between the both of us, I'm sure we've watched 14,000 hours of preparation videos. Oh, yeah. Wellness videos. Yeah. Mental preparedness videos, mm-hmm. birthing videos, um, stress relieving videos, birth yoga you know, mm. pregnancy yoga. I got my pregnancy yoga on. I got my pregnancy massage. Oh, same. Like, I Chiropractor, everything. Yo, I was meditating like, yeah. like nobody's business. But mm-hmm. since, when you're sitting on a table, your legs wide open. Hello. And you got no choice. Like your butt is exploding. Listen, and that's it. And it was funny because the funny, the thing is, in the beginning, I was trying to be dainty and I don't know why. So she was like, push. And I'm like, <clears throat> who but no i don't understand what i was trying to do and then i like, kept trying to ask if i was pooing yeah i, I was did surprised I poo? that did i poo oh my god but then when like i wanted her to come out like legitimately screaming mm-hmm. like it's like yeah it's, it's like crazy. foghorn push like you were like yeah 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 <laughs> oh my gosh pushing with everything i was so annoyed actually because there was one thing that annoyed me is they did a membrane membrane sweep mm-hmm. Um, and then also while I was in labor, the nurses, you know, they keep checking your cervix. Yeah. They kept, every time a new nurse came in, they were like, Ooh, your baby has hair. Oh yeah. Sis. <laughs> right. Your baby has hair. And then I'm pushing her out and they're like, you want to feel her hair? No, I don't. She's not out yet. It's just her head. Yeah. I'm like, no, I do not. Right. Can we focus on the pushing please? Thank people? you. That's it. I'm so annoyed. I know. Like, I do not want to have a conversation with about you Well, your forearm is all the way up my no, pokey. No, stop ma'am. it. Cut it out. Get out of there. Get out. Anyways, that's a, it's, this is a lot. This is a it lot. It was a lot. But you know what? I'm excited and I'm hoping to hear more birth stories. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear what were your birth stories. Tell us whether or not you had similar experiences. For all my ladies who have back labor, let, let's join in solidarity, please. <laughs> Please, please send me a message and let me know that I wasn't the only one who experienced that, like that excruciating back seizure. I'd like to know what your back labor planes were like because mine were they're also, unimaginable. This is a disclaimer for the women that have not had children yet. Mm. We're not bashing pregnancy no. or labor. We're just saying it's hard. It is okay, which I think every woman all like all women have come to terms with and keep in mind even though it is hard the moment you become pregnant you become a mom mm, this is true and when you become a mom at that moment you will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. every single you're time. invested you're all in every single time mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter if you know she's doing somersaults in your coochie yeah she is swimming in your canal and that'll happen all the above. You will do whatever it takes to be with that baby. Mm-hmm. That's it. Whether it's a vaginal delivery, a cesarean, you will do whatever. Cut me open six ways from Sunday. Like, we got to get this baby out. So, I mean, 
like I said, shout out to those who have had children. Shout out to those who want children. Shout out to those who are planning. Who are planning. And, you know. It's a beautiful thing. It is. This is not bashing. Exactly. This is not a bashing episode. I promise you. This is just us sharing each other's experiences. Mm -hmm. And, you know, reliving that moment. (laughs) We, and you know what? The other thing I do want to say, too, is because I, in the midst of it all, one of the things that I kept trying to remind myself, in, especially when the pain really hit, was the fact that despite how painful and like just excruciating it was, is that it really is a blessing because there are so many women who would kill to be in the position that we were in, 100%. who would love to be able to have children on their own and who are, for whatever reason, are unable to do so. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, keeping those women in mind was really comforting for me. So also a shout out to all of those moms as well who, you know, really want to be moms and are doing what it takes and are, are, are you know, maybe through unconventional means are, are having children. But um, we, we stand in solidarity with you too. 100%. Mm-hmm. No all right, y'all. How, no matter how you get it. Get it how you get it. Get it how you get it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um yeah, I don't know. We were supposed to talk about family planning. We will. But we got there at the end. Yeah. So I think we're going to backtrack to the beginning. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about it or do you want to skip it till another time? I say we skip it to another time because I feel like there's so much to be said about it. And I feel like I said, the labor episode is, it's it's so elaborate. And I really want to get feedbacks. I want to I want to get, I want to hear in, like info just about labor. I'm just Tell interested me. to hear. Your funny stories. Yeah. I love funny stories. I feel like my story was funny because I think no matter how much I prepared for labor and thinking like I'm a planner, I'm a very type A person. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's happening yeah. step for step. I have steps for everything. I'm a lister, like I love lists. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's happening. And the fact that I have no idea what to expect for pregnancy yeah. and labor, it drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why this experience was so, so funny to me. And also it changed me as mm-hmm. a person because not only did labor, did not, it didn't go the way I expected. Like even after Trust the baby me. came with like breastfeeding, like there were so many complications. And then I had high blood pressure and I was in and out of the hospital mm-hmm. for so long after the baby. Like so many unexpected things happened that I now had to come to terms with the fact that you just have to li- let life happen. Oh, for sure. I wasn't that kind of person. Yeah, me neither. At all. But now, you know, it's opened up a whole new world. I'm doing a podcast. A person that does not like to speak to other human beings right? in person. Okay? <laughs> I am the most awkward person in real life. And I'm sure if people have seen me on the road, I know a lot of people have seen me on the road. I'm like, hey, Chanel, it's just Chanel. Yay, what's up? Yeah. I'd be like, hello. And off. Silence. Great to see you. Have a great evening. Man. Oh, my God. Awkward. I'm just an awkward person. I'm, I'm, I'm such an introvert. But this has changed me a lot. I'm, I'm happier. I've, I'm happy. Yeah. I have. I don't want to say happy because I'm happy a lot. I have joy. Amen. And there's a difference mm-hmm. in happiness and joy. Yeah. Joy is that's something that's very difficult to take away from a person because it's from within. Yeah. Happiness is uh, situational. There, there is circumstance. Okay. I can, I, I'm that's happy today because to I got McDonald's. Yeah. I'm happy today I'm because McDonald's. it's not raining and mm. my hair is done. Mm. Okay. But joy, joy is something oh. that can, it, it, it can keep you grounded. Yeah. In a world that is wavering. Oh, for sure. So I am, I'm happy for this experience. So ladies, 
let's talk about how it's changed you. Let, let's talk about how this experience has changed you. So talk to us. Let's talk about it. And then we'll share. Send us some voice notes. Oh, I love the voice notes. I can't wait because I think send, send so some rich. tweets. The tweets are good, too. But I want to hear it all. I want to hear all all of the changes because it's like you said, like I, I labor, motherhood. I think for me, the biggest thing was that from the beginning, from the moment that I found out that I was pregnant, because I also suffer from anxiety. Um, I said to God, I'm giving this pregnancy to God. Mm-hmm. And I gave, I legit, I meant it when I said it. And I had family and friends to continually remind me along the way when I got a diagnosis or when I, when there was a speculation or when there was a concern or there was a fear or there was so go for this test or do this ultrasound or do this or do that. I kept saying, but this pregnancy isn't mine. It's mm-hmm. God's. Mm-hmm. And I had to remind myself even in the midst of the delivery like this pregnancy is not mine this is god's so i think that that's that that's huge what's been big for me is legitimately letting go and letting god Mm -hmm. like i've always said that but i've never in my life been forced to model it Mm -hmm. more so than throughout my pregnancy and now motherhood so um yeah for me the biggest change for sure has been spiritual Mm -hmm. absolutely i feel like i've never like just entrusted god with my life more than i have Mm -hmm. um since having a child so yeah for me that's been a huge change so i'm excited i want i can't wait to hear what how you guys have changed and like what's been the biggest notable change in your um your life your behavior your attitude your perspective right because it'll happen listen they'll do it to it's you. inevitable they'll um, do it there's no other way around <laughs> yeah. it you're gonna mm-hmm. change oh yeah you're gonna change mm-hmm. and i'm not saying it'll make you a better person it but should you will real some people don't some people well, motherhood but, makes it salty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherhood but makes it butter. Motherhood don't look good on you. Thing will change. Oh gosh! But um, before we leave, on a note, like I feel like yeah, we share our personal experiences. I, I'm, I'm realizing now because mm-hmm. we weren't really sure the direction and like what's the core of this podcast. But yeah. I feel like a lot of this is going to be personal experiences and stories and how we can relate with other people. Yeah. So I'm gonna, um, I want to give these pointers i think we should we should give pointers at the end okay of our podcast or not maybe not at the end but like share some notes so people can use and utilize so i think it's really important when people are preparing for pregnancy to keep in mind that having a support system amen is paramount mm-hmm. it takes a village y'all and the village doesn't like you don't start to compile or um create your village once a child arrives no no Mm-mm. you create that village and you set that foundation from the minute you find out that you're pregnant you'll need it then. and even if you don't have family trust me you need you will find a support system yeah. i am a person that um my my friends are used to me being like i'm i'm a great person to be around mm. but I need my time alone mm-hmm. and all my friends are a lot of my friends have had children already or my friends are single and don't have children. So I was kind of in between mm-hmm. and I didn't have friends that I can relate to at this moment. Yeah. So I had to go outside of myself mm-hmm. and give up being an introvert Yeah. and literally stop people on the street mm-hmm. and say, Hey, you're a mom, you're pregnant. Can mm. I have your number? Wow, good for you. And I've met a lot of cool people. Yeah. And you don't need to, you know, look to your cousins or your friends. Because like, sometimes they just don't relate. Sometimes you guys aren't in the same place in your life. Yeah. 
But there are places to find support. I literally went on Facebook. I was about to say, shout out to the Whitby Moms group because, listen, like, there is a mom. I don't remember who was, her, like, who specifically within the group was the one who wrote the post. But there was, like, a Whitby, I think it was a Durham Moms group. And, the, like, the mom wrote that. She's like, listen, I have a six-month-old daughter. I go for walks all the time. I'm tired of going alone. Is there anyone that wants to go for walks? And it was, like, a flood. The floodgates opened. Mm-hmm. A bunch of us were like, yes, we'd love to. And we like we're all like just like you know expressing our interest. We created a small um, Durham Moms like I think it's called Durham Moms Walk. I don't know Durham Moms something mm-hmm. anyway or Whippy Moms something anyhow. Um, and it's like a uh, a um, like a messenger group and constantly in there. I thought primarily that like it would just be like okay, are we meeting up on Friday because we normally meet every Fridays and we go for walks by like the Whippy Pier or whatever. Um, but no, it's been so much more than that. It's been so much more like my daughter has a rash. My daughter has this. My son's going through this. Has anyone experienced this? My, I'm looking for a babysitter. My mother-in-law said this. My cousin's like, it's been like a, such a supportive group. Yeah. And some of those mommy groups can be really, really, um, like antagonistic. They mommy can be mafia. very, mommy that's mafia. It. That's it. That's a new, that's a whole other episode. Oh yeah. Okay? So they can don't worry about that. Super judgy. But this group, oh my gosh, like what an incredible group of women who truly like are, you know, mean it when they say that they're here to support one another. Mm-hmm. So like even if you have to create like a village of that kind, like still so valuable. Um, so I would highly encourage moms like, you know, to look for uh, mommy groups within your respective communities yes. and see how you can get involved. Because like I said, I've met incredible women in that group Absolutely. and I'm so grateful for them. So would be moms. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> that's what the, that's my mom, my uh, mommy magic. What do we call it? Mommy magic, mommy mama. Your magic mama. My magic me. mama. I want to oh. shout out all the Whippy moms as my magic mamas. They are awesome. Rock that's stars. right, folks. We're from Durham region. That's it. <laughs> east side. We gave it away. The, I know. The east side. That's it. Location. From my location. The east side. I just dropped a pin in my location. You better talk to us nice. Right? <laughs> talk to me nice. <laughs> um yeah so i think that's a wrap for today mm, that's um, it i think we've chatted enough we chatted enough and nap time is over it's up nap time is up friends the babies so, have awoken <laughs> so we will see you guys next week all right y'all see you later bye, bye. here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.